Hello and welcome back to Campaign Crusades. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again? Because I do. I'm Alec J. Wolf and I am your Dungeon Master. I am here as per usual with my Crusaders. We've got Joe Thomas. <gasps> yes, first again. That's right. Jake Baker. Hey. Morgan LeFay. How's it going? Clara Coppoletta. OMG, that's me! Andrew Hickman. Why, hello there. Emily Kreider. Hey. And Brian Thomas. I'm a lefty. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Where we left off <laughs> last time in session four, <laughs> our friends had to fight a mysterious spectral wraith who appeared from a dead body in the hospital room they were in after having found under a tile a mysterious pendant. Now, the group is fleeing from the hospital and the mess they made, trying to get out of there without getting caught so they can make their way to their next destination, which is not quite yet clear. So, before anything else, we're going to return now to the race for Riverin. Dun-dun-dun! So, we return to our game. <clears throat> We're running through the hospital. We can find our friends, our motley crew of characters, who are desperately fleeing the mess that they have made of the magical curses and ailments wing. Uh, you well, all find yourselves running off through the hospital towards God knows where, um, or God's nowhere. Um, it's, uh, multi it's a very poly... A pantheon? It's a very polypantheonic <laughs> world, or whatever we want to call it. Um, what exactly are you guys doing as you are all fleeing? Um, well, Kai is struggling to run because I am exhausted at level two and my move speed is halved. Um, Adira is also struggling because I'm Ditto. holding Adira's hand. As we run. My mom is, like, dragging me along. <laughs> I'll throw Come Kai's arm over my shoulder and kind of help him along. Oh, my God. I'm... Thank you. <laughs> I'm making sure I've got Ren and Coco with me. I'm sitting on Ren's shoulder. So you all are running okay. along, making... What was that? Oh, I was just going to say, as we're running, um, I'm going to turn to Lola and say, Hey, I'm really sorry I set that room on fire. I really didn't mean to. It was an accident. It's all right, Let's just keep going. Hopefully. Well, they'll, I'm sure they can. They're in a hospital. It's all right, honey. So you all are running down the hallway. Uh, Lily, you very briefly spot uh, Dr. Quinta Rubles, who you talked to uh, last time, the chief of medicine as you're running past and she goes hey were you able to find please don't run in the hallway as you run past and her voice fades down the hallway you guys eventually find a staircase and stumble down the staircase and break out into the open street you are um <clears throat> in the street it was sundown when you guys arrived at the hospital it is now midday the sun is in the center of the sky it seemed like you were only there for maybe 
a minute in, in that room. Uh -oh. I'm gonna point at the sun. That's weird. Get run in the face and point up at the sun. Why is it then so I'm bright gonna, out like, here? Like tap Lola and point at the sun too. Um, that sun's not supposed <laughs> to be that high. The sun, the sun's supposed to be lower. Would our yeah. resident chronomancer please give me an Arcana check? Oh yeah, isn't chronomancy like time related? <laughs> That's a mm -hmm. dirty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So you know enough chronomancy with your studies to be able to uh, identify chronomancy magic. There is residue chronomancy on you all, it seems, from that room. It seems like that thing you fought had chronomancy, uh, had some chronomancy magic connected to it. Because it has residue on everyone it touched. So you, Adira... Um, even though she didn't seem harmed, Lola, uh, Kai, anyone who touched that creature, it seems, or got touched by that creature, seems to have residue chronomancy magic on them that's dissipating, but it's still there. It's pretty clear to at least you and to anyone else who has common sense in the group that somehow it's been the entire night plus the morning it is. It seems to be like midday the next day already. Somehow. Whoa. Oh shoot. S something's not right here. We gotta. We we should find or go back to the hotel and figure this out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Could have sworn we were only we in there for a couple minutes. Go back to the hotel and take a nap. I think that's a very good idea. And then anyone who doesn't need to take a nap, we can try to have a conversation about what happened and maybe where to go next. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. So you all return to the uh, inn, which being that it's been some time, I just had a brief brain fart. It is the Umber Lodge. Thank you, Alec, for remembering that. Uh, you all return to the Umber Lodge. Where behind the counter, Mads uh, nods at you all and then furs his brow and looks over at you, uh, partic particularly at Kai, and goes, Where have you all been? You didn't return last night. I'm going to try to straighten up as straight as possible and just act like nothing is wrong. Give me a deception check. Oh, performance. I got Give you. Me a performance check. Performance. Okay, I still got you. Oh. Uh, that's a 13. He does not seem to notice at all that you are seriously hurt or have your life force drained. And he just continues to look at you confused and is like, are you all okay? Like, you weren't back last night. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, then. And he goes back to typing something on the uh, scrying tablet on the desk. Well, Kai is then going to go straight up to the room. Just... <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're fine. 
think we're I will falling. say, even if you get, if even if you fall asleep right away, please do not make your rest yet. I nah. do not believe we have determined the length that this rest will be based on what you who does just yet. Got you, so, got you. Are, you said what time of the day was it? Midday. It is about midday. It is about midday. So, show of hands, who is immediately going to the room and falling asleep? Well, I was going to, but if it's not going to be a long rest, I think I'll stay up. Kai's at least going it, to the room. It, it could be a long rest. It could be a short rest. It depends on what your group does. All right. I think at first, Ad Adira, I wanted to go to sleep, but I also want to talk about everything that happened, so I'm going to force myself to stay awake. So, Kai, you head up to the room, and you conk out right away the rest of you um where do you go do you go to one of your uh, all of your rooms or do you stay in the lobby um should we like talk somewhere privately yeah i think uh i think we probably have the biggest room since we have the family room do you guys want to meet in there sure all right uh, yeah sure there. Um, so you all <clears throat> head to, uh, Lola and Ren and Coco's room, and you all sit down on the bed, chair, wherever, and you can get underway with this conversation. Uh, it has been, uh, a good 18 hours. It has been a good 18 hours. So, uh, you all know your time right now without doing anything is kind of limited. Um... Based on that information, you've lost more time than you probably would like. Um, so it's up to you all. Like, you know it's up to you what you... Each of you has that thought in your mind about what should I bring up now? What should I wait until later to bring up? Maybe while traveling or something. Um, the floor is yours. <laughs> Although I would say, wait a second for Jake to come back. The floor is yours. <laughs> Rin is literally sitting on the floor. Um, the floor is the Ren's. floor is his. <laughs> yep, the floor is Ren's. <laughs> um, so the main thing we found down in the um room two hundred one was that amulet. That had the note RB and then L. Mm. Was it LIB? You yes, mommy, your initials. initials. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day, Adira. Um, what are my initials again? Uh, does anybody. We talked a little bit, I guess, about the amulet. Does, do we know who we can go to for more information about it? Uh, about that, Kai and I might know someone that knows a bit of this kind of thing. Um, he was a professor back at the school. Uh, he kind of traveled the world for a while studying this stuff, you know, lunomancy, chronomancy, all the new arcane magics. Uh, I think he's over in VL right now, but we can definitely go talk to him. 
Okay. What's his name? Uh, Professor Fairy. Hmm. Um, what is like? Why would somebody have an amulet like this? Like, uh, for all kinds of reasons. Probably has a lot of magic around it. Uh, my. Mm, okay. Well, I guess I haven't told you this. I, I I take my necklace, my pendant, out from under my shirt and show them my chronomancer pendant and uh tell them you see an identical pendant everyone but with a blue bead instead of a yellow one like an aqua blue yeah my or professor fairy actually gave me this he said it was from the original or the one who founded chronomancy it uh has some unique properties to it i didn't even know that my mom could do magic beats me I was that necklace hers I mean it had the note with her and my initials though well, maybe. we did also learn that there was someone else there on the day of your birth um I kind of I look at like Lola and, and Bren especially since they weren't there for this conversation I say, we spoke to Dr. Rubles. Uh Seems that there was uh, a woman named, or who went by the guardian on the day of my mother's birth in the hospital room. Don't really know why. Uh, all that, really that we really know is that she was exceptionally pretty. You also uh, re know, remember from that conversation that she was tall with blonde hair. Oh. What is Luna Mancy? That, that that's the that's the space. No, that's not the space one. I'm forgetting. <laughs> I'm blanking right now. Does somebody need a refresher? <laughs> I do. Bo, the study of Lunamancy, you know all four. You had to study um, basic New Arcane theory as one of your uh, first classes. The study of Lunamancy is the study of light and the manipulation of light. Not as light. in, like, I'm turning on the flashlight. No. It's more of, like, I'm manipulating what people can and can't see, where shadow, uh, where shadow exists and does not exist, things like that. Uh, stuff like, stuff along those lines. Okay. Uh, well, like the other uh, arcanes, there's some specifics about it, but uh, Lunomancy is mostly about light manipulation, and I don't know what that means for this, but wh whoever has the uh, the last pendant might be involved in all this. I couldn't say for sure, though. Is there only one of each magic pendant or do like all chronomancers have like a blue pendant like you uh, as far as i know this is the only one of its kind like for each individual so you, must have, so you must have been a student of great promise for your professor to give that to you then i don't know uh he might have saw something i couldn't tell you he, he was just a good friend 
Do you know where he is now? Do I know exactly where? Or do I just know he's in VL? Alec? You know that he's still doing everything he can to keep the school um, possible, able to run if the tower can somehow get turned back on, so you know he'll be within the vicinity of the school. Okay. Uh, he's probably at his house or maybe doing something at the school in VL, but uh, I couldn't be 100% certain. He's really my only lead on any of this, so. I think he might be our next move. That makes sense to me. It is a good distance away, so I hope you all like steam liners. I don't think never I've ever been, been on one. Yeah. <laughs> Bo, well, you you'll do fit know right from in. your travels. Uh, Lola, you also know this from having been to VL. Mm -hmm. It's about a mm -hmm. half-day trip to VL, so it'll take about half your day. And uh, there is that there is that understanding that you are going to be literally sitting on a steamliner for a half-day doing nothing else. So that's mm -hmm. a lot of time to think, talk, prepare, whatever you need to do. You know, I think that would be a great idea. Maybe... A few of us look a little beat up, so maybe they can get some rest on there. Yeah. If it's midday now, could there be any steamliners leaving soon? We get one now, spend the rest of the day traveling? You do know find that out. you could... You do know, uh, Lola and Bo, that you could leave uh, nowish. Uh, it would not give any time. Uh, in order to get there, um, in order to get there, like on a piece of, you know, at a feasible hour, it would not leave pretty much any time for Adira, uh, or Kai or anyone to rest unless they slept the entire steamliner trip. Um, but you, uh, you also know that there are steamliner. You know, so you, but you know that the steamliner options are either leave now and get there at a reasonable hour, or probably leave in the morning in the early morning. Well, our two options right now, I, from my experience, are that we either and honey, you look like you need a nap. I I look over at um at Adira. You you look like you need to lay down before we go anywhere. I think we should probably leave in the morning. I go, I'm fine. I feel fine. But I don't look fine, and I'm not fine. <laughs> I'm going uh, to walk over from... to Adira and kind of, like, cuddle up next to her and pull out a book out of my diaper and act like I'm reading it, but it's, like, upside down. <laughs> what book is it? I need to know. <laughs> He didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> a random, like, magic textbook that talks all about uh, water-based spellcasting. Um, it doesn't have any spells in it. It's all theory, this book. Um, Adira and Kai, I need luck checks. Luck checks? From How much? From who? Kai. From who? Kai and Adira. Adira? Oh. Did, did not hear from my name. 
if anybody else lost um, a significant, if anybody else lost any uh, portion of their max hit points, uh, they can roll as well. Oh. Um. No. If anyone um, else took exhaustion, if anyone else took exhaustion, you can roll as well. Well, I'll just. Roll um. I got a I got a nat one. Oh. Oh. I got a six. Oh no! I lost my die. Oh, there it is. So, Adira, you need a nap. <laughs> the two of you, the two of you, could recover all of your exhaustion within this rest, but you would have to do a double length rest and sleep through the afternoon and nighttime. With that luck check, you can't do more than that. You can't get yeah. Uh, yeah. full exhaustion within one rest. Um, after Adira said that she was fine, Bryn's gonna pipe up from the floor. I don't know where she's sitting, but he's gonna pipe up. Are you sure you're okay? Do you always look like that? <laughs> you kind of look a little... Ugh. I look what now? You wanna say that again? I mean, I need a nap, okay? You do look very tired. Screw you all, and screw those shadow people. I think the best plan would be for us to get, for as many of us to get as best of a rest as possible, and try try to leave in the morning. We might not all be at 100%, but I don't think we're going to run into another fight there, so we'll probably have the night after to also catch up. All right. It worked. That's fine. That works for me. Okay. So are you all heading to your separate rooms to get rest? Yeah. Yes. Can I grab the the, the sun, the the yellow pendant? You have to ask Bo. Bo's holding it. Bo. Yeah. Can I see um, that uh, pendant thing with the sun on it? Yeah, I have the back to you. Sunshine yellow, by the way. The yeah, the sunshiny. Thanks. Then I will go. With Adira. I'm hugging Adira's leg. You're what? I'm hugging Coco. Adira's leg. Coco, oh, no. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go to bed. You gotta let me go. I'll see you in the morning, okay? I walk over to go pick Coco off of Adira's leg. I backflip away from Lola and back up, like, really fast away from her. Can we get a, oh, some she... sort of... Uh, Opposed check for that. Uh, sure. Make a um, make a opposed grapple. Boy, you're um, in you trouble. Use, you you got Coco. You can <laughs> use athletics or acrobatics for this. Okay. That's Mark a twenty-eight. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Rogue. Never mind. <laughs> 
I got a seven, so. <laughs> I guess. I think. Uh, I think I think back on the combat and the behavior I saw from Coco that was similar to what she's doing now, and I'll hold out my arm and say, "Do you want to have a sleepover or something? Do you want to come with me?" I get the stupidest little smile on my face, and I run up and I like. <laughs> death grip her arm and i'm just like okay. staring up at her little twinkle in my eye <laughs> do you mind lola i guess i can it wouldn't i wouldn't mind having her company you know she's tolerable of course not you know if you guys are both just make sure you keep it down for lily all right i'm going right to bed so Coco, that's that's on you. You you be quiet. <laughs> I like Coco, don't arm. be making a mess in their room okay. either, okay? I don't I, pay I... any attention to Lola at all. I'm completely <laughs> ignoring her. So you all head off to your separate rooms uh to take rest. So you'll make it to your separate rooms, uh Lily, Adira, and Coco, you all make it to Lily and Adira's room. Uh, I'm immediately going to unlace and kick off my combat boots <laughs> and just fall face stomach first onto the bed wow. and say, Mom, I'm going to fall asleep, but I need to tell you three things. I'm sitting on Adira's One. back. <laughs> One, Kai's a liar. He lies about tiny things. It makes him suspicious. If he's lying about tiny things, I wouldn't doubt he's lying to us about bigger things. Two, when Ren did the identification spell on Grandmother's amulet and found out that it is one of three, Bo ran out of the cafe. He's also sus and he knows something. Three, <laughs> Three. <laughs> In the middle of the fight, Coco got hurt. But instead of healing Kai, who was unconscious on the ground, Lola stepped over his body and healed Coco instead. And now Coco is scared of Lola. I love Lola. Sh well, I don't love any. I love you. I don't love anyone else. <laughs> I like Lola, but. That's suspicious. These people are sus. And I want you to know that that's the page I'm on. Don't know if that's the page you're on. That's what I've caught on to. Um, thank you for all of that information. <laughs> I have three things to tell you before you fall asleep. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Uh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Aww. <laughs> uh... Adira smiles and like hides her face in the pillow to try to oh. hide the smile, but you can see it. And promptly and, passes out. <laughs> and promptly falls asleep. I'm out. Cool. So you'll fall asleep. You all find out that you are much more exhausted. The temporal shifts all like impacted all of you. You are much more exhausted than you thought. Every one of you winds up sleeping through the evening and the nighttime, except for Lola, who after about six hours wakes up refreshed. Nice. Oh, man. Oh. 
You can choose I just to stay in the to room see in bed. Ren is still passed out. You can choose to stay asleep in the room if you want, or you can go do something. Up to you. You don't need to do anything. Um. What time of day is it? At this point, <laughs> it is uh, about just after sunset. Just after sun. Just after sunset. Yeah, like the okay, beginning wait, of the wait, evening wait. portion. It was midday. It was midday. Six hours later, and then yeah, we six, go six down, hours. and it's it's like that part of the day. Yeah, it's like just okay. after sunset because I'm everyone's been sleeping since like midnight. I mean midday. Um, at this point in the day, you absolutely only need to do something if you want to. Okay, uh, is the, the place where we can buy a Steamliner ticket still open at this point in the day? No, that'll be closed, but you know that it'll, it'll open early enough for you guys to buy tomorrow. Uh, give me an... A history check. Give me a history check. You've been to Fallon before. A history check. Yes. I rolled a. Is that a nine? I rolled a nine, but a plus four is a thirteen. What'd you get? Thirteen. Cool. You know that uh, most one places three. In, <laughs> you know most places will be closed, but you do know that uh, the mall usually stays open late, so the mall is probably still open if you wanted to get out and do something. You know, I think I'm just gonna go out, maybe get a little bit of fresh air real quick before we leave to go, because I, I feel like this place, all of, everything that's happening is about to get very serious, so I'm gonna take a little bit of alone time, because as a single mother, I don't get very much alone time. <laughs> Heard on that. So you head out and you uh, head to the mall. Uh, the mall is a large three-story building with like a lot of <clears throat> open spaces and balconies and walkways that look below to other floors and above to other floors. Towards one side of the mall, there is a massive arena that is where the local mage ball team plays. Um, there's a lot of stores and restaurants that line the thing. Some are closed, some are open. It's still kind of bustling. Is there any type of store you're looking for in particular? You know, I, while I'm walking around, I, I'd say I'm, for the most part, wandering around stores, but I've been thinking about how my entire life, as far as I know, has been for my kids, and I'm, at this point, I'm thinking I might want to just spend, not a lot, but a small amount of money on maybe one small item for myself or something. Cool. Give me an investigation check. I'm good at investigating. This is gonna be the only time I ever roll that twenty, <laughs> and I'm a plus seven, so I got a twenty-seven. Walking past a row of food stalls, uh, food stores, and as soon as that ends, you turn the corner, and immediately catching your eye is this jewelry store, uh, and you see these beautiful uh, cases of beautiful jewelry. And you know, all of that jewelry is probably too expensive, but they probably have some cheap things in there that you could probably buy. Now I'll go ahead and take a look. My nat 20, I'm... 
<laughs> I will say this was the worst time to roll a nat 20. I know. <laughs> this is the worst roll possible it's time shopping. to roll a nat 20, but... <laughs> I got it. You walk in and a woman behind the counter looks at you and goes, Hi, uh, how can I help you? Hi, um... Well, you know, I'm just looking around. Um, it, I was hoping to see if you guys had any... Not anything super flashy, but I was just looking for something, maybe like a little necklace or bracelet or something uh, for myself. Certainly. Uh, if you're looking for our cheaper options, I can go grab them uh, right now and bring them all over for you. Yeah, that'd be great. She uh, walks over to a, uh, to a case, opens it, and takes out like a little unit, closes it, and brings the unit to you. You see a few bracelets, a few earrings, a few necklaces. You see a little glint from one, and it catches your eye. On that Nat 20, you see this small necklace, a small pendant, almost like a clockwork pendant with a crescent moon on it. Oh. How much is that one right there? And I, I point at it. This one, this is not our most expensive. It is uh, 30 gold. You know what? I'll take it. Certainly. Would you like me to wrap it up, or will you be wearing it out? I'll wear it out. Wonderful. She takes it, puts it aside, closes the box, puts it away, and comes back and takes the money and does an exchange. And you are uh, now the proud owner of a brand new necklace. Yay! I'm the proud not owner of 30 gold. It doesn't have any magical properties. It doesn't have any magical properties. You know this. It's, um... Uh, not from their magical section, but it's still nice. It's still very beautiful. Alright. Well, I've never bought anything for myself before. Have you bought anything for yourself before? All the time. It's, uh, it's my way of decompressing after a long day. It's a weird feeling. Well, you have a good day. I'm going to go back to my hotel now. You too. You have a wonderful evening. And you can hear as you walk out her going, Hotel, damn, I could have lost older. Oh. <laughs> and you head back to the hotel. Uh, are you staying at the hotel for the remainder of the time being? Yeah, I think I've done enough spending for the time being. Cool. Cool. So, it is at, it is early morning when you all finally wake up. You can all take a long rest. Uh, you Whoa. can remove all your exhaustion, those who have it, because you took a double rest. You all wake up uh, in the late early morning, sun is rising, and you know it is time to head out to VL, via Steamliner. Um, All right. I definitely you guys think ready? Um, when Kai gets up, oh, um, well, uh, where are we going? <laughs> uh, that's right. I forgot you were uh, already asleep. Uh, we're going to see Professor Fairy Kai, see if he knows anything about that pendant. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that would make sense. How if we're getting there? That's kind of a long distance. Uh, I, I just pause for a for a second. Um, we're we're taking a steamliner. I'm sorry, but it's gonna be the fastest way. What? Uh, Kai, you also know that the only physical way to get to VL is by steamliner. It is literally a floating city. <laughs> it is literally a city that floats in the sky above a swamp. You can only get there by taking a steamliner. Not. Don't want to spend another day in you, those death traps. <laughs> you don't like steamliners? They're still no. in their room. Oh, I thought uh, we were all together. <laughs> it's it's only uh half day travel. It may, maybe uh one of the magic users could give you something to maybe Calm your nerves. I don't know. I don't know if they got that kind of magic, but... I'm gonna need something really heavy. <laughs> we'll figure something out, Kai. Kai's gonna need, like, three doses of calm emotion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three bandages just to conk out on the flight. I, uh, yeah, and then Kai's definitely gonna get ready after that. So you all eventually get ready and meet in the lobby of the um, hotel. Is anyone saying anything before you head out, or are you all heading out to Old Werder Station, where the uh, the trip where the steamliners to VL are located? As we're walking down, I'm like wrapped up in my towel, like a little kid, holding Adira's hand, like walking next to her, like still looking like half asleep, but like I'm ready for the adventure. So cute. <laughs> Looks like uh, um, Coco is really taken to you. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why. I'm not quite used to all the attention. But it's fine. You all head out uh, and make your way to... Um, you, you all head out and you make your way to uh, Old Werder Station. You arrive at Old Werder Station um, and it is a large transport hub uh, with a main concourse that has small food stands and a seating area. You probably all want to get breakfast. Uh, several ticket dispensing machines and a ticket booth. And is this tall domed concourse with a floor of red and white marble tiles and there are four large double doors that have signs above them saying destinations and their departure times. Uh, you also see a set of golden signs uh, between the middle two doors that has the full day's departures and arrivals. And you see that in about 25 minutes, there is a uh, steamliner that will depart uh, from Concourse 1 to, Fal uh, to VL. Well, there's our ticket right there. Uh... I walked to uh, the ticket station. Cool. So, you, do you are you going to one of the machines, or are you going to a person at the booth? Uh, the machine probably. Cool. So you head to the machine. It has the list of destinations. The only destinations from Old Border Station are VL and Ranafall. Uh, and then. 
for a trip to VL, you know it says it is 20 gold for children, 35 for adult. Uh, animal companions are free unless they take up their own seed, in which case it is the children's cost. All right. Um, how many of us are there? Two. Uh, Lola, do you think uh, Coco's going to be sitting on your lap, or does Coco need her own seat? Oh, Coco doesn't need her own seat. She'll be on somebody's lap, I'm sure. Said 35 for the adult? Yeah, 35 for adult. I can't math. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's what, 180 gold total? 70, 85, 105 for the adult. That's so much. 105 for the adults. But, but there's four adults, so it's only going to be... Uh, it's only going to be 20 coming from the fives. So 30 plus 30... Oh, shoot, there are five adults. Four adults. Four adults. So there are... It's 100... <laughs> D&D players were really four. bad. <laughs> 30, 120. It's 140. 70 yeah. twice. Okay, it's 140 for the adult plus 20 plus 20 for the kids, so it's going to be 180. I was total. correct. It's going to be 180 total. 180 total for all of you. If you don't pay for Game's cool, kids. <laughs> <laughs> D&D is about math. We fail. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw. Failed. There's a reason we're not. I'll throw 180 into the machine. <laughs> cool. So you so you pay for the tickets. Um. Uh, and after about 10 minutes, it says that uh, that the steam liner on Concourse One is ready for boarding. Uh, I, I just hand out all the tickets, to everyone. You ready to go? Oh, I'm thank you. I've never been on a, a steamliner before. Let's hope we don't die. <laughs> oh Why would we die? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, it just it happens sometimes. It does? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, Not often, just, no. I mean, it's it good. Not often. Are you scared? Kai just has superstitions about these things. Are it, you scared? Th you don't gotta worry about it. I'm not scared. I'm actively shoving the towel back into my diaper as all of this is going on. <laughs> so, you guys are having this conversation as you're walking towards the double doors to Conquest 1. There are these large brass doors with these huge brass gears on them. The gears begin to whir and spin as the doors automatically open. Uh, they automatically open in front of you. Uh, letting arriving passengers onto the concourse. It takes about four minutes for them to get out, and then it cl the passageway clears, and you and the Can other I pickpocket one of the departing passengers? Oh Make my a goodness. stealth check. Can I try to grapple Coco <laughs> so <laughs> she doesn't? Check. Make a perception check. Okay. Oh, no. Alright. That's a dirty 20. Oh, god. Okay. Alright. Perception. Oh, it's a 19. Oh, so close. So oh, no. this person got a nat 19, but they're a commoner, so they don't have any modifier. 
So, Coco, you managed to nab a house key from <laughs> this guy's pocket. <laughs> and I'm assuming you put it in your diaper? Yeah. <laughs> so, you the doors open, these groups leave, you guys start heading in through the double doors, and you enter a thin hallway, and on the far end there's a magical barrier. Uh, and every one of you, who, as you're holding your ticket, the barrier seems to let you through. Uh, there is a brief pause. The barrier, for a brief second, refuses to let Coco through, and then detects Coco is with Adira, uh, and that this is a an animal, not a person, and it lets Coco through. Um, <clears throat> it appears that barrier was designed to make sure it, the only people who come through have their tickets. Uh, and you get to the barrier, and you find yourself on a large docking bay ledge over the side of the, like, as I've said, Fallon's a tiered city. So over the tiered edge of the plateau, uh, well, it's not really a plateau. The tiers come out of the mountain. But the docking bay is over that tier with the steam liner next to the docking bay floating in air. And it's clear you're about 150 feet above ground level below because you're on the edge of the tier. Um, you, it, it is um, a large cement platform and there's a fat yellow line painted on the edge as a warning. Uh, there's also a massive ballooned air vehicle, the steam liner that floats next to the platform tied to the docking bay. And there's a massive structure of metal, wood, and windows below with sets of double doors open near the front, middle, and back on the steam liner. And there's ramps that lead from the platform to the steam liner itself. This is oh. insane. Are we sure there's no other way to to get there? You can try to trick yourself, answer Ty, but you know in your mind that this is the only way. <laughs> there's only a, one other way into the city, and it's designed for, uh, for... And you have to go through the swamp, and it's a whole walk, and it's designed for cargo only. Not even the people shipping the cargo use it. Well, all aboard. Choo-choo. <laughs> so you all enter the steam liner, and inside it looks like a typical transport. There's tons of three. There's tons of rows of three seats, each lining the sides next to the window. There's an aisle in the min middle going from the front to the back of the uh, liner as well. Uh, at the front, you do see a steel door <clears throat> that has a sign saying conductor on it. <clears throat> and at the back, there are three doors. One says toilet, another says mechanical, and a third one in the middle says viewing room. Hmm. Um, I'm going to head straight for the viewing room. <laughs> Not going to sit down. I want to, I want to look, I want to look out. Cool. So you head straight for the viewing room. Inside the viewing room is this beautiful, large set of ceiling to floor windows in a 180 degree curve where you can see pretty much the entire sky and ground below you for 180 degrees. There are also benches that line it so you can sit on them looking out as you travel amazing um Rin's gonna park um, his I... stuff right in here <laughs> I think Adira um I'm very curious and very excited but I'm trying my best not to show it so I'm just going to very nonchalantly I assume Coco is still on my shoulder yeah I'm just gonna be like might as well go see what the viewing thing is whatever and uh, head off oh. after, after Ren, and I'll go take a seat next to Ren in the viewing station. 
Cool. Anyone Let's... else sitting anywhere specific? Kai's gonna go straight for that middle row. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> just row. one of those people on airplanes who holds the armrests the whole time. And yeah, he's, me he's like gripping it like the seat. I don't know if there's seat belts, but if there is a seat belt, it's already on. Like he's gripping the thing, and like his legs are like doing that thing. I'm feeling so called out, but you know, go off, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else sitting anywhere specific or no? I'm forget. I'm gonna walk past Kai and you know, tap his shoulder and say, uh, "Chin up, Kai," and walk to the viewing room. I'm gonna. Where's Lola sitting? Um, I think I I sit somewhere along the aisle or along the. I just chose the window seat. I think I'm going to sit next to Loba. Okay. <laughs> Team Mom! How's it going? So you all take your seats, and after about... Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, have you ever been on one of these before? So you all take your seats. As you guys start your conversation, after about a few minutes, the thing starts to leave. Uh, I'll let you continue that conversation in a minute. The, the steamliner begins to leave, and you see Fallon start to disappear in the distance as, as you see farmland behind you, for those of you in the viewing room, which turns into a giant river, which eventually turns into these plains, and you are on your way to Viel. Uh, it is about a half-day trip. We're going to return now to Lola and Lily, who were just interrupted by the Dungeon Master. <laughs> yeah, this is my first time. No, it's pretty hot. Cool. Like uh, that guy, are you? And I, I point back towards uh, uh, Kai. Kai's just <laughs> sitting there so clutching. Is Kai like whispering anything repeatedly or something? Kai's trying to do like breathing exercises, but like it's not working very well. <laughs> you guys just hear, <laughs> it looks like Kai's doing those breathing exercises for like labor. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not really that afraid of heights. Oh, that's a good thing. And I mean, and I gesture to the window. It's a beautiful view. Hmm? Hmm? I gesture to hmm? the window and say, well, it's a beautiful view, isn't it? Oh, oh my. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, there's nothing quite like it. Um, how have you been since yesterday? Um, fine, why do you ask? I just noticed that, um, Coco seems to be kind of, like, running away from you recently. You know... I think she just needs a little bit of space. I mean, everyone needs a little space from their parents every now and again. Reminds me of a few days ago when Adira and I had a fight and we were kind of, you know. It kind of, you know? 
Yeah, you, you know, yeah. I mean, you know how it is as a parent when you get in a fight with your child and then neither of you really want to see the other one for a little while, but it'll work out. Oh yeah, of course it will. It always does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Why were you asking about yesterday? Did I mean, aside from that weird, freaky thing coming out of those bodies at the hospital, I mean, um, did something else happen? It's yeah. Um, I mean, that thing was so terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like what's been more pressing is just everything that we've seen to find out like did, did you ever do you remember your mom um i looked down and looked back up my my mom yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't remember. I already told you my um. My my first memory was, the junkyard with uh with Ren. I I don't, I don't remember anything, from before That's then. That's right. Um. Well what do you think happened, if I can ask? Well, um, I grabbed my wrist and turned it to you. This is, this is pretty much all I've got to go on for my past. It's, my name is tattooed on my wrist. Um, which is really weird, isn't it? What do I see when I look at it? Uh, how are you holding up your wrist? Like this? Like this? I'm holding it, um... Well, we're sitting next to each other, so I'm kind of holding it like uh, she's on my right side, so I'm holding it so she can see it. She'd be seeing it the way that I see it. Cool. Okay. Make a perception check. Okay. More like an observation check, okay. but it would be the same thing. Ten. Ten. You see um, the letters L-O-L-A with no... Um, with no middle line through the A. The middle line through the A seems to actually be between the second L and the A. Instead of in the A. Lola. Wow. Yeah. That's all I've got to go on from the past. So, I don't know. Maybe perhaps, uh, Doctor... Was it Doctor Fairy? Is he a doctor? Oh, I thought he was so. their professor, but I think I think both maybe of them was the friend. Professor. I'm not really sure. Maybe we should ask. Um, maybe oh. he'll know. He seems to know some magic. Maybe magic's involved. I, you know, I never really thought about that. I mean, did you see how that when I was trying to secure some of the wounds yesterday, this that stuff just came out of my hand. Yeah. Is weird. That, and, and there's and it nothing. Wasn't magic? I, I like show my hand to uh, to Lily. I'm like, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing on my hand. 
Like, it's just, it's just, it is. I don't know. It could be <laughs> magic. Yes, yeah, it could be. I feel like I'm in maybe not such a similar boat of losing memories, but I feel like my mom's starting to be somebody that I didn't know. Yeah, you're finding out a lot about her, aren't you? Have you ever not told something to your children or, you know, something twisted for their well-being? I mean, you know, kind of think of it, not really. I, I'm pretty straightforward with Ren and Coco. I mean, that's why we have the relationship we do. They're built on trust, and if you don't have that, especially the way that we've lived for our lives as a family, I mean, what do you have? Why do you ask? There's... There's... Are you, are you hiding something? There's something I did for my mother a long time ago. And... I... I'm regretting it now. Oh. Um. Lily, give me a an insight check. Okay. Oh. Natural twenty. Ah! On a nat twenty, you almost you know it's not actual. <clears throat> it's like just your conscience, but you almost hear the voice of your mom in your mind saying, "If you're going to." Tell the truth. Tell Adira first. Um, yeah, there was just, there was something that I did for my mother. But I don't want Adira to ever look at me the same way that I'm looking at my mom now. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's extremely vague I'm not gonna lie but it sounds like you need to have a sit-down conversation with Adira and you know if I were you I might want to get that over with before we land because I don't know what's gonna be waiting for us on the other side of the steamliner yeah uh, I'll go see how she's doing and then, you know. And with that, Lily walking, uh, Lily getting up and walking towards Adira in the viewing room, we're going to take our break. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, Brian, what are you hiding? Hey, everyone, Brian here. This week's non-sponsored shout-out is going to Words and Geekery on Etsy. I purchased this giant dice bag, and I love it so much. You can fit so many dice in it. It's, like, as big as my face. It's awesome. They've completely revamped their store on Etsy, so go check them out. And we are back. 
We have Lily approaching the viewing cabin where Adira unknowingly sits with Ren and Coco. Lily, you arrive in the viewing cabin and see the three of them sitting looking out the windows behind, below you. Adira, Ren, Coco, there are these beautiful views of the plains and valleys below. You are like 200 feet in the air. You can see the clouds in the sky. It's a mostly clear sky. It's beautiful. My face is like smushed up against the window. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been up this high even in my raven form. This is crazy. Um, Ren is actually gonna because like, we're sitting on a bench. Ren's gonna like get off the bench and just sit on the ground, just trying to like absorb everything he's seeing and kind of like like doing that whole like like he's like he's great. He's overstimulated right now. Cool, and that he's is the point. It. That is the point when Lily walks in. Um. Uh. Hi. How y'all doing? I'm gonna turn Come around on. super quick and wave at her. And then smush right back up against the class. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Just checking things out. How are you doing? Do you what do you think? I think um this view's incredible. Um, uh, do you think that we do you want to sit with us? Um, (laughs) 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 I was actually wondering if I could borrow Adira for a little bit. Oh, yeah, sure. I just want to have a small chat. Okay. Where, where are we having this small chat? Uh, probably back <laughs> in the main area and find like a corner. Is that kind of private? <laughs> okay. Sure, I'll follow you. Okay. Make a perception check as you walk back in, Lily. Uh, 30, 30, 20. 30, 20, cool. You managed to find, uh, it's a partially full cabin. You managed to find a secluded corner where no one will really hear you, uh, towards the front, um, off to one side. That you can sit in, uh, peacefully. Hi. Hi. What's up? Did you, did you, is this about Lola? I, I think I saw you go sit with her. Did you find anything out about her? Oh, um, we just kind of talked about, you know, like, being a parent. Right. Um. So, I don't know. Um, I guess, um, We've talked about, you know, being on this trip together. Um, And, you know, you were kind of (laughs) 
mentioning that you didn't trust a lot of the group and I want to make sure that you can always trust me um, so um, I guess something that I hadn't been fully clear on I guess you know we had that chat a couple days ago about the fact that I have magical abilities that I use to kind of help um, you, you know, in certain mornings when things happen. Um, and I acquired those abilities when you were about, I think, a year old. I think they were starting to manifest and it was very scary. I didn't know if I was going to be able to help you through it. So I went to a temple um, and uh, basically um, there's um, a deity um, named Aviv. Um, I guess they're the god of selflessness and uh, I prayed to them and then they kind of showed me uh, the ability that I could use to help you out. So your magic is from a god? Yes. Um, uh... Mom, what? So what is he asking for in, in return for, for giving you magic? Because there's always got to be a cost with a deity. Well, I mean, he's the god of selflessness. So I think it was... Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. But that's, No god is selfless. That's not... There's something else. Um... Okay. Um, okay. Okay. We've found out. You're killing me, Mom. A lot about my mother the last few days. And I'm starting to feel like I don't know her. And I don't want you to have that feeling. I don't want you to look at me and not know who I am. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story. And um, uh, you know, we'll be on the same page. Okay. Um, All right. So this story is about a woman. Um, she, I mean, all throughout growing up in her life, She's very carefree, very happy. Um, you know, the whole town loved her. She had so many friends. She even got to have relationships. Um, and at some point, you know, the people in the town weren't really the only 
people who picked up on that, you know, how great she was. Um, and that included a deity known as Yvonne. Um, uh, just a quick correction. Yavin is the pronunciation. Yavin. A deity named Yavin um, got she was really cool and kind of decided to gift her with a child um a half god of course um it took like everything she had to get to you know keep the child and make it to birth but she was determined to do it you know that's her child um so on this special day she had it um and on that day her 16 year old daughter had to watch her mother die as her baby sister was born and her mother's last request was to not tell her and raise her as my own. Are you telling me that you're not my mom? Not in the literal sense, but I mean... Rhea's my mom? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? It was her, she literally told me as she died. How could I say no? Wait, so... This is a lot. I know. We've been we've been following Rhea's <clears throat> trail because So I was the baby in the letter from the tea shop owner, right? I th that was me. Rhea never got to live past your birth. when no human has ever survived uh, giving birth to a half-god. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. I... She... She's dead because of me. It's not your fault. It 
is. No one's ever lived giving birth to a half-god. It's because of me. You lost your sister because of me. I lost my mother. What? We're sister. I'm sorry. I'm a little confused. Yeah. <sighs> you didn't decide any of this, so it can't be your fault. Trust me. I don't... I'm gonna go look at the clouds. And I'm gonna get up and go back to the viewing deck. You get up and return to the viewing deck. I need Coco to make a stealth check for me. Oh. A stealth check? Yes. Okay. And while that's happening, I will give a comment to the audience. This is information that Emily did not know at all prior to this. No clue. Ryan was our sole informant. Uh, so, you are witnessing a genuine moment of, I have no idea how to react to this. This is not what I was expecting <laughs> from my character. Well, I got a seven. <laughs> you're in the, you're so, you remain in the observation area. Okay. Um, so I think I'm playing with my key. <laughs> so, Adira, <laughs> you return to the observation deck. I need you to make a. I'm gonna call it a stealth check. Actually, no. Make a performance check. Make a performance check. Oh boy. I want insight from Bo and Ren, who are in. Even Coco, actually. Who are in the. Well, actually, before you do that, are you trying to hide your face right now and your reaction yes cool. i don't want to go near Bo. i don't want to go near ren i want to be by myself i want to look at the clouds cool i want the three members of team observation deck to make uh all three of you Bo, ren and coco to make um insight checks my Say, performance uh, was a 15. okay that's a natural 20 bringing it to 25. Ooh. <laughs> oh <laughs> He said, I see you. Um, with my disadvantage, it's trash. Garbage. Um, I, my whole computer just crashed, so I had to pull. Okay, it, it's back up now. Um, you said insight, correct? Mm -hmm. That's an 18. A 12. Uh, Ren, you're oblivious. Coco, you get the sense that something is up um, with Adira. Uh, with your animal instincts, uh, but you're not sure what or why or anything, or that anything's really bad or anything. Bo, you know Adira's clearly hiding a whirlwind of emotion. You can tell from her reaction, it definitely was something to do with talking to her mom. You don't know what about, though. And you also get the sense now whether or not you do something with this is up to you but you get the sense she is trying to avoid talking to any of you right now i'm gonna kind of like walk up to her and just kind of like look up at her um i think i'm gonna look at coco 
<clears throat> and like my eyes are like starting to fill with tears um and i'm gonna hold my arms out kind of like can i hug you i'm gonna jump up into her arms uh adira just holds coco and starts crying i'm gonna pull out my little towel and like kind of like dry her tears with my little towel (laughs) ren you hear this by the way yeah. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he knows what to do. So he's just gonna ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's why I do too. And I, I don't know how to deal with people's emotions. So I'm like, hmm, if I just ignore it, then I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> Um, I want no, a you know perception what Rin... check. Sorry, what? Oh, I was going to say, what Rin actually is going to do, I changed my mind. He is going to go over, and in the most awkward way he possibly, unintentionally can, he's just going to, like, kind of, like, pat, pat, and just, like, stand diligently by her side, letting her know that, like, he's there for her, but, like... He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> you feel this, like, it's a stiff hand. It's like this, and it's just, like... Awkward pat, awkward pat. A little too hard to be a soft pat, but you understand what Ren's trying to do. I'm still a badass. (laughs) Don't let this make me look pathetic. I'm I'm going to take Adira's head and touch foreheads. (laughs) Bo, you are also witnessing all this from the other side of the observation deck. Yeah, I'm I'm just watching it for right now. Watching the kids. Um, My kids. So comforting. I wish I could see this right now. What? I'm not even in the same room, but okay. You're about to perceive something else. (laughs) I have a negative two to perception, so, um. Also, Kai. Also, Kai. Morgan! Um. Yeah, I'm a mom with a negative two perception modifier, so... That's a dirty, <laughs> nasty little 20. Kai, you are mostly paying attention to surviving this flight, but you do see Adira get up and walk away from Lily, and Lily just left sitting there awkwardly staring at Adira walking down the aisle. I can, can see them sense... all the way in there? No, uh, when Adira left Lily. In the main room, where you are. They had their conversation in the main room. Um. And you can see Adira get up and walk back towards the observation deck while Lily is left sitting there, uh, just awkwardly, um, just awkwardly watching her daughter walk away. And you can sense something is up, something is wrong. I'm gonna put my face in my hands and start crying. You also hear that. Uh, you don't hear or see any of this, Lola. The window's kind of captivating. Not even with a 12. I don't hear her crying. You're on the other side of the um, yeah. thing. Uh, this is not... I honestly wish I wrote that. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, I wish I didn't see my I'm crying. <laughs> Do I role play with my brother? Do I not role play with my brother? <laughs> mm. 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 Um. What is Kai doing, bud? Kai is was chanting to himself I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Um, <laughs> gonna go over to and then after he, after he sees that he's definitely very conflicted because going up would mean undoing that little buckle getting out of the seat and walking on this monstrosity of an object. Um that's very terrifying. <laughs> um, Love this. But he's gonna do it. <laughs> he's gonna... And like, <laughs> I'll do the, the buckle. And then gonna get up. But as he walks, he's going to like... Be like, touching the seats. Like with both hands. <laughs> As he like Three moves across the whole thing to like move around, and then I guess there'll probably be a little gap between where the seats end and then where the middle seats end and where Lily is. And um, there, I think he's just kind of kind of like walk, but like be crouched a bit, and then like kind of um, rush into the seat. Just I think I got there's... fingernail marks in every seat. You, every seat you grab, there are fingernail marks remaining. It He's is going to keep a buffer point. seat. It is at between the point. him and Layla, or not Layla, Lily. <laughs> it is at the point when Kai dashes into the seat where Lily is, Lola, that you notice and see him doing that and see Lily's head in her hands. <clears throat> I'm presuming Kai is immediately buckled back in. Yes, immediately he like. Like throws himself into the seat and buckles, and then takes a little breath. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "You hear that breath, Lily?" I don't react. Lola, are you getting up? I'm getting up and walking over cool. calmly, like a normal person. <laughs> when you get about 15 seconds, where it's just you, Kai. I don't know if you say anything in that time or not. Um. Kai was thinking about it, and then he sees Lola coming, and then he's gonna breathe another sigh of relief and not say anything. <laughs> but you're not getting out of that seat. You're not risking that again. <laughs> are you in the middle seat, or are you on the aisle? Is there a seat between you and Lily? Yeah, I, I left the buffer. Seat. The middle seat is the open seat. All right. <laughs> so... I I get to the where their seats are and I tap Kai on the shoulder. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna climb over you, okay? Uh, is that all right? Yeah. Okay, and then I'm gonna do the awkward plane shuffle, scene <laughs> liner shuffle, and try to get in between. So you shuffle and through. Sit down. Kai is like trying not to like get in your way and like. You guys have that awkward moment. 
your knees bang together very briefly. Kai, it hurts you a lot. It, uh. it feels it feels like that's not just bone or cartilage. It, there's something else there. Oh, uh, God. And then your knee made of iron. <laughs> you eventually get through and sit down, uh, Lola. I'm going to drape an arm over Lily and uh, kind of like put my other arm on one of her arms and uh, lean my face in and say, Hey, what, what, what happened? Are you okay? Uh, no. All right, well, what, what's wrong? I told her the truth. And she didn't take it so well? How could you take it well? Well, I, I don't know exactly what what it is you told her or what, what the thing is between you guys, but, you know, if you told her the truth about something, she'll come around. Sometimes the truth can be a little bit painful to hear at first. She just probably needs a little bit of time, but she's still your daughter and you're still her mother and I know you two love each other very I much. I start crying harder. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, alright, hey, 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 it's alright. from Lola. Oh no! Okay! <laughs> With my negative two wisdom, <laughs> let's go! <laughs> I got a six! <laughs> have a moment where you have this person you have come to care about next to you who is crying and emotionally in a lot of pain. And there's a moment where oh, you no. feel this uncontrollable, cons consoling urge. Something you've only ever felt maybe oh, one, no. a few times before with Ren and Coco. Like, there's something here. An uncontrollable urge. And you... <clears throat> your mind goes hazy as you feel this need to do nothing but care for this crying woman. And Kai, you see Lola's eyes turn a lilacish purple. Um, I'm not gonna say anything. Hey, hey, and I, I start rubbing Lily on the back. Hey, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay. Kai's definitely been like kind of staring at the floor for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you do when you glance up, you do see the eyes, but then like yeah. The floor. He's gonna like he's gonna be freaked out and then look back at the floor like on purpose. Listen, listen, what do you need right now, huh? What do you need? Uh, it's alright, you can use your words. Just take take a deep breath. It's alright. That's right, that's right. There we go. There we go. Now, come on. Come on, look at me. Come on. Look up. There we go. There we go. Now. You also see her eyes are purple right now instead of the normal green. <clears throat> this purple, though, is, like, very soothing. It's not... No. It's not like the eye color necessarily is freaking you out, necessarily. It may have freaked Kai out, but it's not, like, freaking you out. It's giving you this feeling of comfort, like... 
this person's only focused on you right now. Yep. Now that you're feeling a little bit better, will you tell me what's going on? I feel like I lost. No. Okay, alright. No. No, she's still on the ship, isn't she? Right? Well, I didn't literally lose her, but... (laughs) No, I know. I know, honey. It's alright. Listen, you two have a very strong relationship. I'm sure it'll take far more than whatever it is you told her to break that. She just needs a little bit of time. Okay. You all good? Are you all right? No, but... How about this? Let's go see if they can if they can make us some tea or some hot chocolate for you. Does that sound all right? Okay. All right, come on, come on. And I I grab her by the arm and we shuffle over Kai again into the aisle. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Kai. It's okay. Is there a way we can find a stewardess? (laughs) Yeah, there is a stewardess stewardess car up front with uh, some soft drinks, some bags of chips. When Kai says feel better, I just turn around and I'm like, you don't know me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) So we're walking up there. You make it to the front and the stewardess looks at you and says, hi, how can I help you? And she's like being friendly. She has no idea what you just went through. Hi, um, uh, let's see here. Um, do you have anything, you know, like like a a tea or like a hot chocolate, something, you know, uh, calming for my friend here? She's had a rough sure, day. We do have tea. Uh, we have uh fruit teas, peach tea, uh, lemon tea. We also do have a hot chocolate. It is a powder based hot chocolate, however. So it is at your discretion. I look over to Lily. Doesn't that sound good to you? Lemon. Lemon? All right. We'll take two lemon. Certainly. And she pours it, um, two cuffs, gives them to you, goes, that will be uh, four uh, gold total. All right. And I, I reach out, pay for the whole thing. She takes it, looks at you and goes, have a wonderful day. And then looks at you, Lily, and goes, and gives you a knowing glance. Uh, she's not sure why you're crying, but it's one of those glances of like, honey, I've been there. I've cried that hard. I empathize. And she gives you a uh, little look of, uh, it'll be okay. Uh, I bite know? back the urge to say, to, to, to shout at her again. <laughs> All right, let's get you back. And we're getting situated with the tea. I'll I'll just sit and sip at my lemon tea. I also will sip 
I'll sip the other lemon tea with her in solidarity. <laughs> you guys are sitting there for about a minute, and then the stewardess walks over uh, to your aisle and looks at you and goes, Hi, I just wanted to uh, give you this, and holds out a roll of chocolate chip cookies. Like, one of those, like, rolls you can buy of chocolate chip cookies. Oh. It's all in the house. Oh. That's so kind. If there's any, And then she looks down at you, Lola, directly, and goes, If there's anything else you guys need, please let me know. Thank you so much, ma'am. We appreciate it. And then she returns back to her cart. When she leaves, I'm going to go, she's really nice. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I just keep on rubbing her on the back. Comfortingly. Comfortingly? So you continue to comfort her. You guys continue comforting in the observation deck. You're all wherever. <laughs> it takes a while, but <clears throat> eventually planes turn to swamp and you travel over the swamp and the thing starts to travel upward and as you rise higher and higher you can't see it from the observation deck because that's at the rear window but you can see out the window that you guys are sitting at kai looking at the ground so lola and lily as the skyline of vl comes into view and you eventually pull into vl and you find yourselves at <coughs> the uh, you find yourselves at the um, south eastern, southwestern end of the city, as you uh, as you all make it to a docking bay in Sunrise Station, one of the um, one of the major um, one of the two major uh, steamliner stations in the city of VL. Uh, you all eventually get off the steam liner and you all reconvene on the platform. Is there anyone standing between anyone or with anyone particular at this moment? I'm still with Adira. Rin is probably standing next to Lola. Kai's probably gonna go stand next to Bo and just like Kai doesn't know what's going on. Kai's face is just kind of like <laughs> it's like relieved but also like not at the same time. <laughs> you all know that Ren has vibrant red hair, uh, but um, Adira and Lily both have faces that are right now even redder. The second I see Adira, I'm going to try to um, actually cast calm emotions on myself to not have her see me that way. Cool. I don't think... I really know what to do with myself. Um, I can't bring myself to say or barely even look at Lily. I don't trust Lola. I don't trust Bo and Kai. Um, Adira has never felt so lonely in her entire life. Um, so she's going to stand by herself. And I don't know if, if Coco is still on her shoulder, but... yeah. Do can I do I notice that? Because Rin would definitely go. Okay, Rin's gonna. Um, I assume he was probably holding Lola's hand. He's gonna like squeeze her hand and then walk over and just stand next to Adira, not saying anything. Just again, like, I got you. Adira will like, I like glance at at Ren and like I I I see you. Thank you. So, Your presence is accepted. What y'all doing? 
Um, Kai's gonna like awkwardly clear clear his throat to like because like everyone's being quiet and he's like, <laughs> um. So is it off to see uh, Professor Ferry now? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, I guess check the school first. Okay. Follow us. Sounds good. You boys lead the way. So you all leave the station and make your way uh, down the neighborhood of uh, of Sunrise Manor, uh, and you all travel for about a half hour down several city blocks, and you eventually make it to this beautiful looking school, this academy. This is a very interesting city. When you guys passed the edges, uh, you guys can see down below um, at all the stuff below you. Uh, there's swampland as far as the eye can see, but it is beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> and you all walk through the streets. It is interesting. It's skyscrapers on top of this massive, like, massive wooden platform on top of this chunk of earth that came out of the ground that is being held up by like propulsion of some kind steam propulsion or something and you would travel for about a half hour before making it to the Larkstone Academy of the Arcane you arrive at this tall building almost like a clock tower and on the top of it uh, of the doorway it says uh, it says Chronomantis, Echomantis, Lunamantis, Planomantis. And it uh, appears to be the main administration building. Yeah, we'll walk on in and, uh, I don't know, is there a door or something we gotta knock on? So you walk in, uh, you walk up a flight of stairs, you do see a janitor in the halls cleaning it. Everything else seems eerily abandoned. Like, no one's been here for a while. At least a year. And this janitor is just mopping the halls. Uh, excuse me, uh... Do you know where, uh... Professor Ferry has been? Has he been around here any time lately? Uh, yeah. He, uh, comes in every day to his office. He should be there now. One floor up. You already know it's one floor up, but you know where his office is on the next floor. Uh, okay, great. Thank you. And uh, I'll just point up to the rest of the group and just keep walking. Cool. So you guys walk an, up another floor, and you eventually make it outside a door. You all see a placard just next to the door uh, that says Professor Basil F Fairy. Uh, and you all <laughs> uh, surround this doorway. Hmm. I knock on it. You hear a bit of shuffling and the door opens and Professor Fairy looks at you and goes, Bo, hi, how are you? I haven't seen you in a year. How is everything going? It's going, uh, hits and misses, but, uh, we hope we're on the right track. Right, right. Well, uh, come in. All your friends are welcome. I have a big office. And you do all see that he's a big office with several couches. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, Most of the couches are covered in papers and books and whatnot. Clearly, he's been doing research to try to fix this all, too. But he shoves some out of the way, puts them on coffee tables. Kai kind of like... Not to... Oh, I was going to say, Kai was kind of just like drifting off, looking 
in some direction, not really paying attention. And then when everyone like goes back into the office, he like snaps out of it and and follows. So he sits down at his desk and looks at you all and goes, Right, what can I do for you? Uh Lily, uh you mind grabbing that pendant out from where oh, you yeah. got it? It's in this pocket. Well, Professor, we uh came across this and I point over it to the pendant. He looks at it and goes, Interesting. May I uh see it? and puts out a hand. I'll give it to him. He looks at it closely, but it's on like a uh, like a telescopic monocle thing, like that you see like jewelers wear in like movies. And he looks at it closely, and then puts it down on the desk right in front of you, Lily, and takes off the thing and goes, "Right, well, uh, this is most definitely the uh, pendant of the Lunamancer. Strange, I had given this away years ago. Lovely girl. So, who do you, do do you remember specifically? A fantastic student of mine. Uh, her name was uh." Rhea. Mm. So, okay, that's interesting. Uh, she went before here? we get to that, I'm just, I'm just curious. Did you, uh, did you have all four pendants? Did you give the Planomancy pendant away as well? I did. Um, I only give away the pairs in their pairs. I gave you and Kai the pair of Chronomancer and Echomancer. Uh. And I gave Rhea and her best friend uh, the Lunamancer and Planomancer as they were in those schools respectively. Could I ask her name? Uh, Rhea? Her last name was Burke. No, no, no. no. The uh, the other, the Planomancer, right, best right. friend. Lovely girl. Uh, her name was Alina. Alina Grandier. Alina was probably one of my best students I've ever had. Almost as good as you, Bo. Uh... Interesting. Um, Can't be that good. He can barely hold himself up in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> he looks over at you, Adira, and goes, Well, lovely lady, uh, he is, uh, in fact, only uh, completed his first year, so he's not going to be great with his magic and fights just yet. It's more theory Clearly. than anything else. Basic practicum. Hmm. Anyway, um... <laughs> this this Alina woman, have you been in contact with her any time recently? Oh, I'm afraid not. I haven't talked to her for, what, 32 years? Okay. Unfortunately, no one's you... been in contact with her for 32 years. Do you know where she's from? I do. She's from Straya. But she's not in Straya, I'll tell you that much. Is she dead? How do you... <laughs> nope, nope, she's not dead. But that's a good query, though. She's connected very closely to the dead, though. Oh, uh, Bo, no. Kai, do you remember what I told you about what happens if you smash the bead? Yeah. I think you know where I'm going with this. She smashed the bead. Which bean? Would you like to tell us, you know, let the rest of the class in on your uh, on your little secret we got Certainly. going on? Certainly. So when you smash one of the bees of the mancers, as I call them, it destroys the magic item, but it also creates a beautiful effect that saves the life of whoever's wearing the other one. If, <clears throat> if Kai were to smash his bead, 
it would transport Bo to any one location in it in the world where Kai chooses. If Bo were to smash his bead, it would save Kai's life. If Kai were dead, if Kai had died within the last twelve seconds. But these come at a cost. There is a grave cost to each smash of the bead. I do not know for sure what the cost is for these two, as the beads have never been smashed. I do not know what the cost is for the Lunamancer bead. But I can tell you what happened to uh, poor Alina. She smashed the bead to save Rhea's life. Rhea's life was saved that day. I was there when it happened. And Rhea has never forgotten that moment since. I mean, of course, Rhea is no longer with us, but she never forgot to the day she died. I know that much. <clears throat> when Alina smashed her bead, it was the bead of the Planomancer. She was immediately transported to another plane. And her punishment is she can never leave that plane by magical or non-magical means for as long as she lives. Fortunately, I know where she is. But I will tell you right now, it is very dangerous to travel there living, so... Dark Void? Yes. She is the only living soul in Dark Void to this day. I, I, I was like, it was it was more of a prank, but like I was transported kind of through you know this stupid little prank into Dark Void, and they told me to bring brings them back. Do you do you think they could have been referring to her? Uh, make a make a history check, Kai. Okay. You what? I, Lola turns to Kai and says, you what now? It, it was some kind of prank. They sent me to Dark Void, like, very oh, temporarily. Was this, one of the, uh, was this one of those uh, gangs that put up the uh, runes on the statues? Yeah. Those? Right, yeah. those are, um, there's a uh, gang of teenagers who go to a nearby school who put all these runes on these statues. They're magical runes that are meant to scare people who touch them give them a vision into Dark Void uh, and just scare the bejeebus out of them, so that's probably what happened. Uh, <clears throat> what did you roll on your history check? I got a beautiful seven. So he, uh, so yeah. Professor Fairy mentions, yeah, it's uh, something teenagers from a local high school do to put. They put runes up, magical, uh, scares the bejeebus out of people because they think they're travel to Dark Void when they touch it from the short vision. You have no idea who, who it was you saw. You just know that the person you saw was Shadow. And if this person's mm. a living soul, they're not Shadow. And I'll be like, oh, no way. It's, it's quits and them. You guys are right. Well, um, let me take a guess here. You're planning on traveling to Dark Void to find her. Why would we need to do that? Do we need all four of the pendants? I mean, you don't probably need all four of the pendants, but uh, her pendant's gone. It's crushed. She used it. But 
Can I ask why you came to me with this pendant anyway? How did you find it? How did you come across it? It was in the hospital where I was born. Okay, I think I've got an idea for what's happening. Tell me if this is correct. When I knew Rhea, she was very much into adventure and clues and mystery. Has she been hiding clues for you all around? Yes. He puts a, a fingers to the bridge of his nose and goes, That sounds about right. Uh, I'm sorry I have to go through this, but she was a... Excited. She was an excitable young lady. She was a wonderful, adventurous woman, so I can't blame her. Um, <clears throat> if you found this pendant, I am telling you now that... And I don't know much else about what you found so far, but I'm telling you now if you found this pendant, Rhea's probably sending you to find Alina. She wants you to go to Dark Void. Now, I would advise against it. It's very dangerous. But... What, like what kind of dangerous? It's there's what kind a of... powerful magic that surrounds it and exists within it. It is the home of life and death magic. It is a very powerful magic. Just as the plane of Elementa opposite it is the home of non uh, non living magic, uh, the elements. This is the home of life and death magic. <clears throat> there is the arcane magic and divine magic that come from Hellion and uh, Celestia, but Dark Void is the most dangerous. Because it is life and death magic, It, any living being uh, that travels through Dark Void risks their own life magic within them because of the power of the life magic within it. it if you go right now, I guarantee you would all die. That being, that being said, there are ways around it. Yes, I see a hand. What if, theoretically, a person were to go into the dark void that wasn't entirely mortal? That had a bit of deity-ness in them? Well, if, you, if somebody's not entirely living, that's one story. Not entirely mortal is not the same thing, unfortunately. See... Divine magic exists within two places. Celesti uh, Celestia, which is the home of uh, the deities, and Galia, the mortal world. Because that's what magic seeps into. It does not exist, divine magic, in the other planes. So the domain of the, the, domain of the deities does not exist within those planes, so any magic that's within you from a deity would not... Uh, <clears throat> would not work in those planes and do what they need to do you also have this moment where you realize he figured out exactly what you were vaguely suggesting he is very smart not that i'm i'm not it was just curiosity <laughs> you know i I'm not actually i knew this woman once who a strange old woman uh very kooky did not like clothing but she was actually a deity herself like literally a deity full-on god but i would not in my wildest dreams even suggest she go there because she wouldn't even survive and he looks off into space for a second and goes 
I miss her. And then looks back at the group and <clears throat> goes, there is one solution, but before I say so anything, how bent are you all on going into Dark Void and finding her? Not very. Uh, just There's gotta be another me. way for us to... There just has to be another way. I'm sorry, this but doesn't her sound. Curse, you physically will not get in contact with her unless you are in Dark Void itself. I mean, I, I'd do it. Does she know if it's what anybody Leo else wanted, I will do it. that would have any other kind of information? Unfortunately, I can't help you more than that. If she... If Rhea gave you the pendant to the Lunamancer, clearly that's the person she wanted you to talk to. I would love to give you more information if I could. I would love to tell you, oh yes, Mrs. Smith lived down the street, but unfortunately, I don't know of anyone else who this would be directed towards. If you can think of anyone, I praise you for that, but yes. Right, well, um, the solution that I am referring to is not easy not pleasant in two weeks time with the new moon is something that we in planar study call the planar reset there is a brief lull in all the magics of the planes which is when magic in galia is at its weakest this is a period that stretches for only a few days time every month or so we're traveling into dark void once you're in dark void you'll be fine but we're traveling into Dark Void will be safe. And staying as a group, you are a large group of living beings. So if you all were to enter Dark Void at once, it's the vast amount of living beings violating the sanctity of Dark Void that would kill you all. That's why it's dangerous. Uh, even, even if you're in smaller groups, even if you go in solo at this point right now, it's dangerous. That being said, if you were to go in the morning after if you were to go into dark void either the morning or day after the lunar the lunar the new moon the uh planar reset you would be able to make it in with almost no setbacks whatsoever and being that you have traveled into dark void through that barrier you would be able to survive and once the lunar reset once the planar reset ends you will be safe within dark void and can eventually leave it when you need to it's because it's because the magic seeps out of the plane into galia that it only works the one way going in when you're going against the stream not out of it when you're going with the stream that's that traveling that magic seeping out of dark void into galia is at its pure weakest during the lunar reset which is why you could go in without that much harm to you whatsoever <clears throat> if you would like to find alina that is your option two weeks time the day after the new moon you will probably want to be in the location of a portal the night of the new moon in preparation so you can be there in the morning that's just my suggestion though it's not a requirement I can also tell you if you are interested in, and I know this is dangerous, and there are kids here who should not be traveling into Dark Void, let's be very frank, but if you are planning on traveling into Dark Void, which if you're looking for Alina is going to be your only option, my suggestion to you would be to go to Dahlia. The city of Dahlia, uh, once the great capital of our nation, of course, is the only 
place in all of Riverin where there is that powerful life and death magic. The only way that magic would be that powerful is if there was a portal somewhere in there to Dark Void. Right. Uh, well, thank you, Professor. And Been very Bo, helpful. Bo, and he looks you right in the eyes and goes, I think you know what I'm talking about. You'll be able to find the portal. I just nod and don't say anything. <clears throat> and he goes, right, well, uh, does anyone question. fancy a cup of tea? And then he looks I over at you. another question. Here. Yes. Have you ever heard of anyone or anything called the Guardian? The Guardian. Explain. I can't say I know anything well, but I think I do recall there was a woman who went by that name once. I believe she might be connected to the tower in some way. I'm not sure. It's... It's hard to remember. Uh, I've lived for hundreds of years. Everything mixes together so smoothly. It, um, do you think there's anyone else who might know more about her? Your best bet is if you can find anyone who is affiliated with the, um, with the tower itself, with Omnis Tower. Um, I think all of the original engineers are long past at this point. They are long deceased, but their children might not be, depending on the child. They'll, they'll mostly be uh, middle-aged at this point. Thank you. Right, if there's anything else I can do for y'all, let me know. But in the meantime, does anyone want tea? No, uh, are I there think any, we're good. Are, are there any desks in this office? Yeah, there's two desks. His desk and then a small side desk that's up against the wall. Um, I would like to just add that, just like me, Adira has had her journal out this whole time <laughs> and has been furiously taking notes. <laughs> I want a copy of that journal entry uh, uh, from your journal and the after the session. <laughs> I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> Before, uh... Wait, are, are we leaving right now? Or are we about to leave? I hope so. Are you? Uh, I thought Morgan said something about... Heading. Yeah. I don't know, I might have heard it wrong. Um, I think it might be time for us to go. I, we... We need to talk about a few things. Right, uh... You guys... Go on. I gotta. I, I'm gonna stay here for just another minute. I'll catch up though. All right. Okay. So everyone, Coco? I guess everyone leaves if, the office. If if we're leaving, can I try to make a? Does anyone else hear that? Uh huh. Yeah, it's like yeah. That, that might have been. That might have been me. My phone is sitting on my computer. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> um, if we're leaving, can I make a stealth check to try to linger outside the door? Sure. Hell yeah. Can I? It is against his. Per- it is against Professor Fairy's perception, which is very high. Oh, no. Is it against? Can I roll a perception check? Oh, sure. it's only a fourteen. Cool. He got a dirty twenty. Oh wait, wait! I have inspiration. Can I re-roll? Sure, re-roll. <laughs> you have to beat a dirty twenty. It was worse. <laughs> Do you have to use a new roll for that? Professor Fairy looks at you. Um, you have to use a new roll, yeah. Professor Fairy looks at you, uh, Bo, and says, "Is this a private matter?" Um, I rolled higher than Adira, so... You also see Adira, so... <clears throat> no, it, it's... It's fine. Um, I pull out the, uh... That chip I bought from the store a while back. Um, the, uh... Omnimech chip that was damaged. I pull it out and set it on the, uh, side desk. Um, have, have you worked with these before, uh, Professor? He Have looks you seen at these? It, and he puts his uh, gla- magnifying glass back on and looks at it. And uh, he doesn't take it off this time. And he goes, I have not, uh, and there's no magical traces, so it's not my jurisdiction. That being said, there is a uh, shop in town that might be able to help you. It's, um, it is in this neighborhood. It's called, uh, I believe it's in this neighborhood. It's, it is, uh, when uh, the DM finds it in his uh, ma- manual, uh, he, I will tell you what it's called in his list of places. You might want to try taking this to uh, Scarpers, a shop nearby. Uh, they could possibly help you. They're specialized in Omnimex. Right, right. Uh, makes sense. Well, I'll definitely do that. Thank you for the help, by the way. It's good seeing you again. You too. And, hey, uh, and he, uh, he doesn't open his mouth and talk to you, and you can hear his voice in your mind. Uh, clearly a message spell. And he says to you, and he says to you, you know that if you go into Dark Void with this group, they will see you as you are in Dark Void. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Um... And I know you've never spoke with me directly about this, but you know, I know these things. I figured it out. So I just want to let you know what I discovered. No, no kind of, uh, ring of, ring of, uh, I don't know, disguise or something that could cover me up in any sort of way. No, your condition is special enough that in Dark Void you will only appear in that one way. Ah, fair enough. All right. So if you are planning on hiding it for much longer, you might, if you plan on going into Dark Void, you might want to make peace with that fact. Right. uh, I would personally advise you talk to Kai about this. Uh, If he's going to see you, he should hear it from you first. He's he's your friend. I'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And another thing he says as he looks up, and his uh, that time he says it out loud, and the uh, <clears throat> monocle telescope thing's still on, and he lances out the door, and he goes, that lady in the overalls who's traveling with you, 
She's got the trace of the light on her. Perhaps she could make use of that necklace, and perhaps even make use of a lunamancy. Why don't you give her this? And he gives you a lunamancy introductory textbook. And goes, if she's interested, she could be a good lunamancer. She has the trace of the light. Yeah, I'll bring it up to her. <clears throat> right, wonderful. Uh, it was great seeing you again, too. Uh, best of luck on your journey. And he puts a hand on your shoulder. And... Thank you, and uh, I start to leave, and I'm guessing I see Adira. Yeah. Adira, they didn't close the door, so you saw the whole chip thing. I think with the chip. Yep. <laughs> well, let's uh, catch up to the group, shall we? I kind of stare Bo down from Adira's shoulder. Oh, was, or was Coco there, too? I've been on a Coco's deer's shoulder this my entire shoulder time. Now. <laughs> Coco, I need you to roll a well, no. I, Coco. I need you to roll a history check. First time I'm ever having a Lima roll a history check. <laughs> I'm so bad at history checks. <laughs> That's a <Wow>. negative one. <laughs> <laughs> what is history? They don't know her. Remember that you pooped two days ago, and Lily or not Lily, and Lola changed your diaper. <laughs> That's what a negative Remember. one. Remember, that's what a negative love one me is. again. I'm just kind of <laughs> staring off, like into space. My eyes kind of go cross-eyed for a second, then they like shoot back. <laughs> and you guys just hear a fart. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I did I hear like the professor ask if this was like a private conversation? You did. Like, you heard and you you heard the whole thing that was out loud. So yeah. you heard you heard that and you I, heard Bo say it's fine. Okay, I think I I think I say like I was I was gonna spy on you and you let me stay. Why? There's things that uh... well I'll just say this there, there's there's things that people can know about. Uh, things that people can't know about, and you're here, so I didn't say anything. We're, we're just gonna just gonna keep moving forward. I, I do want to talk to you later, but maybe one that's not a lemur around. <laughs> that kind of look at him. Good, <laughs> but like... just so <laughs> that sounds good. But just so you know. Those things that people probably shouldn't know. There's a good chance they come out eventually. And it really hurts when they do. I'm going to hug her head. Uh, you, you three, uh, the group, rest of the group is out at the end of the hall. You three are out the, out the outside of the doorway. You did also hear about going to Scarper's for the chip, uh, Adira. Uh, I will leave it up to you if that piques Adira's curiosity or not. If Bo goes, I'll go. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I don't know if we're gonna be going right now, but, um, you know, that's a, that's a fair point. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. And we start walking. Okay. Cool. You rejoin the group, um... You all, um, 
you rejoin the group and you all uh, leave the building and make it out into the street of Viel. Um, can I try to pull uh, Adira aside? It's not up to me. I will, I will begrudgingly allow myself to be pulled aside, but I'm gonna look at the ground the whole time. I know you don't really want to talk to me right now, but I'm here to be whatever you need from me. Um, it's a lot. I don't want you to feel like this changes anything on my end. You're still the most important person to me. And whether or not knowing the truth, you still want me to be a parent or you want me to be a sister. That's up to you. I don't know yet what I want or need. All I know is I feel like even the bits I knew about who I am and what I am are all muddled and confused. And I just need to think and have time. Okay. And I'm going to go stand next to Ren. Okay, I'll go back to... Probably. Actually, I'm going to go stand next to Bo. I will go to Lola. I'm going to start crying and looking at my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I think the, the, the lemur might need her diaper changed. <laughs> um, oh, well. I'm not changing it. She's not my kid. Well, hand her to me. Hand her to me. Come on. I'll try to give Coco over to Lola. I'm gonna look like deep into Adira's eyes, just like, please, Lola. Like... <laughs> please don't make me change your diaper. Please. <laughs> At that Coco's moment, gonna you give see a little it. nod and then <laughs> go. Surrender. <laughs> so. You guys stop for a minute so Lola can change Coco's diaper. Bo, uh, give me a uh, history check. It's a low DC, because this is mostly me realizing I messed up on the location that Professor Fairy was supposed to tell you guys. So I'm going to see if Bo knows yeah. a down better place off the top of his head. Hey. Oh yeah, Bo's a genius. Has a 22. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Okay, so 
you do know of a shop in another neighborhood called the Omni Shop that specializes in Omnimax. And just so you all know, Makes at sense. home, that's the place Lola has been to. And I am getting a lot of flack right now in DM form from Morgan <laughs> for having uh, for having claimed that that this is just Bo knowing it better. <laughs> not um, me trying to privately DM him and not pull attention away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been DMing him. I said, Omnimax, the Omni Shop. It's number 17 on Park Ridge. It's just <laughs> called Dominic said. The key here is the fact that I got a message that just said, Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, I realized I messed up. And I was like, you realize. <laughs> anyway, you finish changing Coco's diaper. I'm guessing Coco runs immediately back to Adira. Uh-huh. And what like, are you guys out up sprint. to? sprint. <laughs> oh, what are you guys no. up to now? You have two weeks to kill before uh-huh. your uh, before your rendezvous in Dahlia. You can stay together. You can go separate ways. It's up to all of you. I will say, if you would like to travel to the Omni Shop now, I have set aside some time for it, Bo. It's up to you, though. Uh, you do not have to do it now. You can hold off on that. Um as for everyone else, where are you going to be spending the next two weeks, does it seem? Together, separate? Is this a conversation your group is about to have right now? Probably, yeah. Ooh. I know Lola's got some things to say, so... <laughs> you know. Is this still, like, midday or something like that? Yeah, it's about midday. A little early afternoon now. I don't, I don't know about this. Do you guys think this is a good idea? Definitely not. I mean, but I don't. It's been one thing to travel from town to town here on a unit here in Riverend, but to go to an entirely another plane entirely. That might just be too dangerous. I mean, I don't see any other way. I people know I don't want to go to another plane. That does not sound fun. But uh, I don't really know. Oh, if that's what Rhea wanted, if that's the adventure she set up for us, I'll go. If if that's the way that we're going to restore this tower, then, I mean, that's that's what we have to do. I'm definitely going regardless. There's just got to be another way. Lola? There's got to be another way. You know, it's not necessarily something we all have to to do I guess I mean this has been fine traveling with you but I I gotta think of my family first is this a good idea for us to go here you know I think 
over the next two weeks, we're probably going to take a break, think about it. I, there's got to be another way. I mean, you can take all the break you want. I really don't think that there's another way. How about this? If there's not, we'll see you there. If we do find another way, we'll find a way to be in contact. No, I'll take that deal. Sounds like a plan. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Or maybe you'll come to where I am. Where we are. Um, I have a question for DM. Yes. Um, so we know that the school's kind of run down and stuff. Um, what about like the housing and where we, uh, Bo and Kai used to live? It's still there. Okay, then Kai's gonna kind of elbow Bo and be like, do do you want to go back and check out where we used to stay? Uh, sure. Uh, we could do it. And we could, um, you know, relive um, the year before everything bad happened. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is there other, is there more space? I mean, there uh, there might be. I mean, the school's not running, so no one really needs to stay there. Just probably wouldn't have any clean water or anything if it's all on shutdown. You all head to Kai and Bo's apartment, where <clears throat> you lodge for the next few hours. I'm going to go one at a time. Let me know what your character is doing in the coming two weeks. Like, where do you plan to go in these coming two weeks? Where is your character going to spend these next two weeks? I'm going to start with Bo. Yeah, probably the first couple days still here in VL. And then maybe however long it takes to get to uh, Dahlia. Leave a few days before that. Okay. Kai, are you doing anything different or are you staying with Bo? Um, I think Kai's going to stay here as long as he can before going to, to Dahlia. Okay. Lily. What are you doing in the next two weeks? I feel like she would stick around at least Bo and Kai. Like, but more Bo because... I don't think it, she would think that it would make sense to go all the way back and have to come all the way back again. Especially with Hermione? I don't think so. What about Adira? Adira is set on this Dark Void mission, and if that's what Bo and Kai are doing, then she's planning on sticking by them. So... Sounds like that means staying where we are until it's time to go to the next city. So at the very least, the four of you are sticking around together. Uh, Lola. 
Um, we're searching. Well, we. I'm searching for any possible other option until I absolutely exhaust my resources. And if I do, then I'm going to try to prepare myself as best possible for what's coming up at that point. Um, so I'm going to try to take Coco and Rim with me, but um, we're going to leave and go wherever we can find information. Ren. Uh, yeah, Ren going is going to... I, I have my thing recording on my computer, but you guys get to see this beautiful shot of me. Um, Ren is going to also try and help Lola find an alternative, like maybe go to a library, find some books, you know, he's a big nerd. Um, so yeah, he's going to help Lola in what way he can. And Coco? Um, well, I'm still terrified of my mom, so I don't really know what I want to do. Because, like, I want to go with my brother, but I also want to stick with Adira. So, I guess I'll just see who... I'm flattered. Who, this is a split custody battle. Harder, I guess. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> this is not a split custody battle. Lola's Aww. not leaving without um, without both of her kids. <laughs> I mean, Adira's all for being around for Coco, but she's not gonna... Like, Lola's an adult, and if Lola wants Coco to go with her, like, I'm not gonna object to that. As much as Coco might, may want to stay with me. It looks like Coco's decision has been made. <clears throat> so you all go <clears throat> whatever separate ways you need to go for the next two weeks. <clears throat> going off onto whatever adventures, whatever journeys you are about to do. And with that, the book closes on the first chapter of The Race for Riverin. Affectionately Yay. titled, uh. The Legacy of Rhea Burke. <laughs> and when we come back next week, we will meet you at the beginning of chapter two. Have a good night. Thanks for watching today's episode of Campaign Crusades. They are always so much fun to make. If you would like to support this motley crew of adventurers, um, leave a little like or even a little comment. Tell us what you thought or who your favorite character is or just something you liked about the episode. Also, please feel free to hit that little subscribe button, um, especially if you want to be kept up to date and get those little notifications. Um, also, you can find us at Campaign Crusades on Twitter, Instagram, and um, even TikTok. Um, it's pretty wild there. Um, yeah, so we've, um, we've got a Steam Leonard catch. Don't want to be late. See you later.